Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, <laughs> super intelligent, hardworking, marvelous <laughs> wife and co-host, Michelle. You're sweet. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are actually recording this episode on Saturday, June 5th, 2021. Why are we recording this on Saturday? Well, that's because of a couple of reasons. One, this is going to be a very special weekend for us, a very special couple of episodes yes. that we're releasing. Yes, we're doing a double episode extravaganza Whoa. this weekend. <laughs> so we're releasing this one today on June 5th. This is going to be episode, I believe it's 157A. And tomorrow we'll be doing 157B. You're funny. I know. Um, and uh, there, there's a lot of reasons that we're doing that and we'll get into that a little bit later on. But uh, the main reason we wanted to get to you today with this episode especially is because yesterday we were lucky enough to visit a very special new land within yeah. the Disneyland Resort. I know. Pretty exciting. And, you know, first of all, I want to thank the world's best husband here for being my hero. And I can't wait to share with you all some of the things that he did to make it a special day. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, we need to thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You will be invited to join our newsletter. And thank you to those who have. And for those of you who haven't, please sign up for our newsletter. Yes, uh, please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another way to be kind of in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. You get to know some information, uh, maybe a little bit ahead of time. And one of the things we'll be doing this week is I'll be doing another one of those slideshow videos from our trip that we're talking about today. And the first people that will get the chance to see that will be those subscribers to the newsletter. Mm, very good. So uh, be sure and check that out. Another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world is to follow us on social media. We did a lot of stuff yesterday. We were all over social media yesterday. <laughs> Hopefully you're following along with us. Uh, if you want to check us out in the future, you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel, mostly releasing some of these episodes more in an audio as opposed to a video version, but it's another way to kind of listen to these shows. Although, again, we occasionally drop something different on you, like we will have this slideshow video from uh, what is happened yesterday for us. And if you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to email us, contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And like we say each week, we really do love hearing from you, whether you're giving us some great feedback or have questions. Uh, we love hearing from you. Yes, very much. We love uh, being in contact with you in many ways. And we're going to hear from some of you on tomorrow's show that we'll be mm -hmm. releasing. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But as for this week, lots of stuff for you this week, including it appears Disney Cruise Line may be sailing from a U.S. port even earlier than expected. You know we'll talk about that because we are Disney Cruise <laughs> yeah. fans. And we have more details about Walt Disney World's new Halloween-themed nighttime ticketed event to break down as well. So we'll get into that. Yeah, exciting news. Exciting stuff this week. But let's get to the really exciting stuff that this week, and that is our main topic of the week. Avengers! 
yes, yesterday was a huge day for us. We were really, really excited to get the chance to go visit the first ever Marvel themed land, not just an attraction, right. land within a Disney Park Avengers campus at Disney California Adventure Park. Yeah, and some exciting things to talk about, you know, and, you know, one of the things I was thinking in reflection is, uh, you know, you're rewarded with the excitement of a brand new grand opening. Um, and as part of that, though, you get to be part of the test group right. <laughs> of trying some things out and working out some bugs or in this case, some bots, too. And uh, it was uh, it was an amazing experience. It was an amazing and very interesting experiences on uh, a lot of different ways that we're going to go through in this episode because there was a lot of interesting things that happened uh, yesterday to get us through the day, to get us into that <laughs> land. And we're going to break it all down for you, tell you, you know, how our day went, uh, what happened when we got into the land, the things that we were able to experience and share those with you. We're excited to talk about it all. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So well, let's just start off right from the beginning. Of course, we, we booked this as, as soon as we had the availability to book Disney park tickets and reservations. Actually, we, we booked the uh, you know, going to Disneyland, which we recapped a couple of weeks mm -hmm. ago first. Uh, we want to be sure and have that under the books because we were so itching to get back to Disneyland. So we did that. Mm -hmm. And then we had the opportunity before they sold out of the reservations to go ahead and book this day. And so, you know, heck, we're nearby. We want, we've been looking forward to this for a long time. We wanted to jump on opening day of Avengers right. Campus. And ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Bravo to you, sweetie, for making that happen. I know it, you know, the reservation system when uh, Disneyland Park reservation system first opened was, um, you know, you had to have patience yeah. and you are the man for that. And you had a lot of patience and you uh, took time to really make sure we secured opening day. So, well, bravo. Well, thank you. But we were just happy that it all worked out because we were very excited to go to this. We're big Marvel fans. Yeah. We're big Disneyland fans. Uh, it all tied together and we were looking forward to this. Now, this week, the news came out that uh, that the the new attraction that was going to be there, Web Slingers, was mm -hmm. going to be another virtual queue attraction, kind of like uh, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah, it do totally makes sense. And uh, that also, along with that, that they were also going to be uh, having a standby area for to get into Avengers Campus. So you couldn't just walk in there. You either needed to have a boarding group called for Web Slingers or you needed to, uh, you know, wait until it was, you know, your turn because right. of capacity restrictions. We're still in the middle of this pandemic thing, so they kind of were trying to limit how many people not have this crash of people within this land. Right. Um, did that work? We're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about that during this episode. But right. So anyway, we had to do some planning going into, uh, you know, before we decided when we were going to head up to Disneyland Resort. Right. Well, first of all, in terms of limiting people into the land, it made total sense. I mean, we saw with uh, Galaxy's Edge initial openings, you know, and that land was the largest land in any of the Disney parks, you know, a lot of space. This area, which used to be Bugs Land, um, was much more compact. So it wasn't, whether you're talking pandemic, but especially during the pandemic, it doesn't have a lot of space to pack tons of people to be able to move around um, and really be able to experience everything. So it was, you know, 
at first thought, yeah, that's great that they're going to have some limitations so that, you know, you do feel like you have room to roam around and see things and experience things. Right. I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, what also fed into this was the excitement of this land. It's been building for a while. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to, we we thought it was going to try and open sometime last summer or at some point, maybe last year at one point. Uh, But then obviously the world went crazy. Uh, (laughs) So they had to push it off, get it back and finally open it up. So there was the anticipation of that. You you, you look at the excitement over the new series, Mm -hmm. the new Marvel series that have been on Disney Plus. I think that fed into it as well. And then just the people have been locked down for so long. They just want to get out and do things, you know, and we're, you know, for good and bad. So I think there was a tremendous amount of buildup for this. Uh, And so, you know, going back to what I was talking about originally, you know, as far as trying to make plans for this, we live when traffic is really light, we live about an hour and a half drive Mm -hmm. away from Disneyland. So we had to figure out in the morning how we wanted to approach this. Did we want to go super early and get there, you know, at the crack of dawn or well before and be there lined up, ready to go? Did we want to kind of go you know, somewhere in the middle and maybe stop midway at 7 a.m. and try and, and, and get that boarding right. group somewhere on the road there and then, you know, finish up the rest of the drive. Still get there early, but not quite like, you know, in the middle of the night right. early. Or do we want to wait at home here and try and where we have a better internet connection? We know we were, you know, not going to have a problem, um, you know, connecting with mm-hmm. the servers or whatever and try and get that boarding group and then hit up and we still could get there around the time of park opening around nine o'clock so and disney had not announced what they were doing this time in terms of allowing guests to come and be staged so it, it was really you know a guessing game i guess yeah, I mean, we didn't know exactly how many people were going to be there before we got there. We figured there'd be a ton of people that would show up really, really early to get right. there. But we just still figured that no matter what, the best thing for us to do would be to try and get that boarding group here. Mm-hmm. Then we can kind of plot out the rest of our day. And even if we got there around 9 a.m., yeah, we may not get into the park at, you know, or into that land immediately, mm-hmm. but we'll get in at some point. We'd be there early enough right. that we would get in at some point. So that's what we ended up doing. We, we decided we wanted a little more sleep. It was going to be a long day. <laughs> Um, got up, tried for the boarding group. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we just missed out on the boarding group. I think a part of that was because uh, the way we purchased our tickets, um, they weren't linked exactly correctly on my account. You know, uh, Michelle's account was was the one that we I made the reservation right. for, and she almost got through, didn't quite get through. I'd almost got through, and then it couldn't figure out where Michelle was in there, right. and so that kind of. Uh, shot us down for our first try at Web Slingers. Oh, well, we're not going to base this on one attraction. If we, we And plus, we had another chance to do it at noon. So we were like, okay, that didn't work. Let's get in the car right. and get up there as quickly as possible and, and try and get into the land as early as possible. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, and that was our, our first initial, like, uh-oh, you know, how is this going to work out? But like you said, you know, our we timed things out to get there at opening time or right close mm-hmm. to that. So um, we we did. We arrived there just about opening, although we, as we arrived there, we saw that they had allowed people into California Adventure Park, 
before nine yeah. o'clock. Which wasn't a surprise. Right, right. I know. Like, it, you know, one of the things I alluded to a little earlier is sometimes when they're doing something big at Disneyland, they'll announce like that, the, for example, the parking lots may open at 2 a.m., you know, although they suggest you not get out of your car till like 6 a.m. or something. And, and this time I didn't notice anything being uh, discussed about that. And so we didn't know how early they would let people actually in. Right. Well, the one good thing is that when we got there, it was a breeze getting into parking. We mm-hmm. got there to parking somewhere around 835, something like that in the morning. It was pretty easy to get through parking, parked, um, easy to walk up to the park. We were in there. It wasn't a line to get into the park because they had already let they didn't, right. a lot of the people in. Um, we were parked in the park by just after nine o'clock, right. you know, and that includes the long walk all the way from the Mickey right. Friends parking garage to there. Um, got in, found where the standby queue was, and it was like it was at um, kind of like where Soren is by Grizzly right. Peak. And now, if you know how Disney California Adventure lays out. Um, you know, that doesn't seem like it was that far. The, the queue went down um, Buena Vista Street, right. down through Hollywood Land, and then kind of came back up and then turned the corner around Carthay Circle, heading to where the opening of Avengers Campus, that there's actually three openings, but only one that you can actually access right, right now. Uh, the opening of Avengers Campus was, it didn't look that far. I'm like, wow, this isn't so bad. We're going to be okay. Right. That was our initial impression, <laughs> right? Right. And, you know, um, and we also didn't know, you know, we assumed that the, where we saw the line, that it was just going to that entrance, which we found out later it wasn't it extended again on the other side, but we didn't know that going right. in. Well, there's there's a lot of things that happened that we did not know about <laughs> when we were going in. Well, and so one of the things when we were standing in the queue is that they announced if you do, they were reminding people, if you're in this line, but you have a boarding pass for web slingers, and they didn't specify that at a certain time, that as long as you had a web slingers boarding pass, you could skip the queue and go right into the land. Mm -hmm. You had access to the land at that point. Um, The other thing I think when we were waiting in line, at least that I was thinking about, is knowing the size of it and seeing the, the map ahead of time and what was there, I thought, okay, it's not a land that has a ton of things for people to do that would keep them there all day. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, people would come in, but then, you know, they would leave after, you know, maybe maybe even two hours, but not beyond that. Probably more four, five, six hours is probably likely to me, but four hours yeah. seems like a reasonable time to be in that land. Well, I yeah, I wouldn't have thought that, but what I wasn't factoring in is the cues to go to things like the store, even, mm-hmm. and that people were in line to go into a store. Well, we'll get to all that in a little bit. Let's just get to us all getting right. in the land first, okay, <laughs> before we get into all that stuff. So, you know, we're winding around here down uh, through Hollywood land, coming back up, heading towards Carthay Circle, and we're getting there, and we're like, okay, we're getting close now. You know, it's only been about an hour. You know, that's not so bad. It's like waiting in a really popular attraction. Right. We're maybe 20, 30 minutes away tops or whatever, but the line started to slow down for some reason. We weren't sure why, so I went ahead just to see how far it went. And Well, can I put in something before that? Yeah. Okay, before you went down there, I was getting hungry. 
<laughs> that's true. That's true. We were both getting hungry. It'd yeah. Been, we'd been on the road for an hour and a half, right. you know, and it, and we'd been in this line for an hour. Mm. Of course, we were they were starting to get, you know, a little bit of hunger pains. Right, you know? right. And, you know, uh, initially we knew that they were going to be serving breakfast um, inside that land. And so we... We ate a light breakfast before leaving, but Mm -hmm. not the biggest. And like, you know, by now it's getting to, you know, late mid morning. And so I started looking at mobile ordering, mainly by where we were in, you know, Hollywood land area. But then I noticed I was like, oh, yeah, they have mobile orders for inside Mm -hmm. the park. But when I went to go make a mobile order, it was like you can't unless you're in the park and so it's like oh that makes sense so then i started looking at inside other avengers campus avengers campus about, yeah. yes thank you um so then i started looking possibly elsewhere or figuring well maybe we'll just wait till we get in right so you know that's how we looked at it we're like okay and i thought about like hey, well you know we're probably going to be in there a little bit should i look for a place that we can you know just mobile order and when we mm-hmm. get in there we'll be ready to go and we're like well we're not sure Let's hold off on that. And then we noticed that there weren't a lot of times available too, which if you mobile order, you know, right. there's a time window that you're supposed to come back for. Um, and we're like, okay, there's not a lot of uh, options available, but okay, well, you know, they, we know that there's still going to be standby food when we get in there. So we'll handle that later. Anyway, the line is slowing down. I wanted to go look and see just how far it was, right. you know, to the line. So I started walking, you know, Michelle stayed in line while I started walking down it and started, you know, okay, here's the Avengers campus opening. Oh, it goes past that. Okay. Must go down to the edge of cars land and right. wind back went down there i'm like oh no it extends farther than that uh-oh i <laughs> uh, kept going i'm like okay well maybe it, it extends to the pacific wharf and then comes back right. yes it does however it goes even farther than that right. maybe it extends to the the uh, bridge that heads into pixar pier and comes back Yes, it did, but it extended even farther than that. It actually extended all the way into the viewing area for the World of Color. If you want to pick up the Disneyland app or a map or whatever and check out and see where all this stuff is, if you don't know the layout of Disney California Adventure Park very well, you should see this. It went into that area, mm-hmm. queued around a few times, and then came all the way back. I'm like, I, I started heading back to Michelle to tell her, we're going to be in this line for a while. Yeah. And that's when Michelle contacted me, called me, and said, I just heard some very interesting news. Right. Because, you know, as I mentioned, when I f- first looked on the app and it said for mobile ordering inside Avengers Campus, you had to be at, in Avengers Avengers Camp- Campus or have, you know, a reservation for Web Slinger. And so the rule follower that I am, you know, didn't do that. And they were in line. There were some um, people who were, you know, uh, cast members walking around and they were confirming that, right, you can't mobile order if you don't know if, when you're going to get in there. And suddenly that changed. Mm-hmm. And somebody uh, just ahead of me had asked a question about mobile orders and the cast member said, well, as of 10 minutes ago, they've changed the rule. And if you have a mobile order, you can go into uh, Avengers Campus to pick up your food. Once and your window once opens. Once your window opens. And at that point, when we're struggling to get, at, I'm tr- struggling to get a uh, window time, it's saying 8.30 at night. Mm-hmm. And um, I a- ended up, it's like, okay, at least to know we're going to get in the park, I ordered a bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> for 8.45 at night, <laughs> thinking, well... At least we'll have that. 15 minutes of running around and seeing something if nothing else happens. But it was like, 
oh my goodness, now what do we do? Yeah, so hearing that news, that this has been a change of policy, and this is why the line had slowed down all of a sudden, because now they're letting all these people in with these right. mobile orders who could have been behind us, far behind right. us in the line, that could have been ahead of us, who knows? Or never been in line. Right, um, into this area, because the, you know suddenly this change of rules that was not supposed to happen. Right. Um, okay, well, if they're going to do that, so are we. So I got back in line with Michelle and we started frantically on right. both of our phones yes. looking. Now, if there's one thing you know about mobile ordering, the, you know, it may look at times that there's not a window open until much later in the day. And a lot of times that's the case. But sometimes if you keep trying, somebody cancels an order, another opens up, you know, whatever the case may be. You may find one a little earlier. Right. So we kept trying at it, trying at it. I got another thing that I, I ordered us a, a beer at like <laughs> 8 20 or something like that at right. night. I'm like, well, that's a little earlier. At least we can go in for that. <laughs> and But we just kept, we waited in line, kept trying, kept trying. Then suddenly a time of 11.25 popped up on my phone. 11.25 a.m. Yes, the park was closed at 11.25 p.m. <laughs> 11.25 a.m. popped up my phone. I frantically ordered up a two beers, you know, right. and put it in there. And I like, hope this goes through. Hope this goes through. And it went through. We had a time now of 11.25 a.m. Now, that was still an hour away, I think, about at that point, yeah. uh, you know, when that would be. And we were like, okay, are they going to change the rules again? again yeah. So, so we stayed in line, right. um, you know, went, I, I think we ended up all the way over to where that world of color, um, you know, watch right. area was. Right. Um, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay in line here. It was about five to 10 minutes before our window was opened up. Michelle, can you go back and ask and see if that is still the rule? Can right. we still go in? She went back and... And they said, yes, you can come in when your window opens. So I said... Sorry to everybody that was in line around me. Good luck. I hope you get in. And I beelined it back over there, showed it. And that is how we ended up getting into Avengers Campus at about 1125 in the morning. Right, right. So and so an interesting thing there is, um, you know, we put you would put that we're here. Right. And then we get in line Well, we go to get it, you know, and then we see there's a line and you got in line for the mobile order pickup. And then found out you can't be in that line until it says it's ready. Right. So, I mean, just one of those things. And that's yeah. that's probably the way it should be. But I just, I wasn't sure because I've seen both cases being right. the, the, the way it is on mobile ordering occasionally. Then they just said kindly, oh yeah, just wait till it turns blue and they can come out. I'm like, fine, no problem. But anyway, um, I wanted to talk about this because this is not a thing anymore, okay? Right. This was something that they made a mistake on. Disney made a mistake on um, yesterday, opening day. It's opening day. There's going to be glitches. There's going to be problems. Right. That was a huge problem uh, for Disney yesterday. So just know that that is not the case anymore. If you're going to Avengers Campus in the next few days, you cannot make a mobile order before going in and get right. into there. Now, um, there I did see some reports that there is no mobile ordering in Avengers Campus on social media today. I lit, went on the app today. There is no mobile ordering currently for shawarma and we'll talk mm -hmm. about that a little bit as well right now however there is still mobile ordering available at least what it looked like at pim's test kitchen and tasting lab which is the food and the you know the bar area right. there for uh pim's so uh, but you you're supposed to not make that until you actually get in the land right just know that going in and when i looked um, just to see if it would even have any times available. There were no times available. So um, anyway, that's how we got into the land. It was, you know, it, it was kind of a cheat, but it was kind of the way, 
since other people were doing right. that and cutting in front of us in line, we were going to take advantage of that system too if it worked out for us. Right. And, you know, so in, in looking at, you know, some of the, remembering some of the people in line near us and everything and, and later on, like after we were in the park for a while, realizing it would have been hours more of wait before yeah. we could have possibly gotten in. I think we estimated by in what we, we, we ended up leaving the land at one point and I'll tell you why that happened and everything too. Um, we ended up leaving the land at one point about two and a half hours later. And it looked like those people had already gotten in somewhere or at least were near getting in. So I think two to two and a half hours, we would have waited more in line and we still would have gotten into the land. Right. But it just so. would have been uh, if, if they weren't allowing these mobile orders in ahead of time, uh, we would have been in there probably about the same time we actually got into the land with the mobile order. No. Yeah, I think we would have. Yeah, because the line was moving more slowly. Right. So we got into the land at, at 11. 20. Right. Right. So we would have been two hours more. Well, we would have with the mobile. I'm saying that if this thing hadn't happened where they were doing oh, letting the mobile orders in early. I see. I thought yeah. you meant if we had waited, we would have. Yeah. Gotten in so it kind of worked out for us and that that's when we should have gotten into the land. But unfortunately, there's some other people that had to suffer out there because right. of this situation that didn't get that, you know, that group to get into, that, right. you know, didn't get that mobile order window to get in. So Right. Well, and I'm sure people too were, once they realized they could get in with that, were letting people at Disneyland who had a park hopper know even that hey you can make a mobile right. order and come over when your window when your window opens, opens even if you don't get a web slinger at noon right there there's a there were a lot of problems with that yeah Disney you know and we love Disney um and they corrected their mistake but they they never should have allowed they they should it was said right there in the write up on the app right. that you can just because you have a window arrival window. It doesn't mean you get into this land when that happens. Right. You have to already be there. And um, obviously that was not the case. Right. So anyway, whatever with that, they've since uh, changed that problem. And we sh shouldn't be seeing that again going forward. Exactly. And what this also did once we got in there is, yes, we were able to, you know, get our mobile order beer, uh, which we can talk about. However, you couldn't even go to the walk for any walk up like for shawarma or you could go to pimps. You couldn't go for shawarma uh, at either of the kiosks or either of the areas without a mobile order. Like they were not like even in the morning at 1130, they were no longer selling any more shawarma. If you didn't have a mobile order, they didn't have food for you. Right. You can go up there and get a beverage. Or right. one of the, they had the, the gauntlets, gauntlets there. Mm -hmm. um, you could purchase those as a standby, but you can, there was no swarma available for anybody that uh, did not mobile order it at that point. Pim's Kitchen, the uh, standby line was really long because right. there had some, been so many people there mobile orders. Same with the, uh, the Taste Kitchen, which is the bar there. Um, same thing, uh, long standby line. Now we got in there. Got our beers. It right. took a little bit, but we got our beers. Um, and that was good. At least we had that. Right. I'd also ordered uh, the molecules. Just we had a little food because we were very <laughs> hungry and we didn't. We weren't sure we were going to be able to get any food right away when we got in there. So at least it was a little something to go with the beers. Um, let's talk about the beers a little bit before we go into right. more of this. Um, we got the, what was it? The marshmallow stout with the ice cream mm -hmm. and everything that comes in. A, it comes in a little um, plastic 
measuring cup. Test beaker. Test beaker uh, with the PIM Technologies logo on there and everything. It's pretty cool. It is cute. Um, That was delicious. A little pricey, but it was was very, very good. I enjoyed it very much. I think you liked it. But then we also just got the regular stout beer, which is the same beer, I believe, that they Mm -hmm. have in that. And that was good just on its own, right, Oh, yeah, that was delicious just on its own. Um, Yeah, and going back to the... You know, the first one that you were talking about um, with the ice cream and the marshmallow, it's called the molecular meltdown. Um, it it really was delicious um, and loved it. Thought I was going to love it even better than the plain beer, but actually the plain beer was so wonderful as well. And we also noticed a lot of people getting the um, flight of beers, which included the stout. Mm-hmm. in it um and it was cute because those were in miniaturized um beer steins right you know so came with a little uh measuring uh like a ruler right and they, then they had the little tiny beer steins on there as part of the flight uh, we ran into the uh, skywalking through neverland crew right. uh, out there and um asked them about it and they said they loved it and then they agreed the stout was the best by the way the stout that is a part of that is the garage brewing marshmallow milk stout so if you're looking if you like stout beer i, w- I would recommend you picking that up when you're out there oh yeah absolutely i would get it again i'm really fingers crossed hoping they keep it on the menu because it's a great beer. Right, yeah. And the, the Skywalking Through Neverland crew, by the way, which we ran into that right. there, we talked with them for a little bit. Great group of people. And yeah. they were all decked out in some uh, some Disney bounding slash cosplay kind of stuff. And right. it was, they were they were a fun crew. Yeah, they are a fun crew. And it was it was a great, fun, unexpected meetup with them. So Right. Um, as, as far as the snack molecules that we got, which was the little <laughs> snack food that came with it, yeah. um, it was actually really, really tasty. It's a little small for the price, but it hit the spot. We needed some food at that moment. Right. And, uh, it was really good. It was like a little, you know, it's like a little miniature popcorn and pretzels. It's a little spicy, a little sweet, uh, salty. Uh, it was actually, it was real. it was actually a really, really good, uh, snack mix, right. you know, to enjoy with our beers. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the flavors, it was kind of what, what you would sometimes see were those bags of like, like you're saying, uh, popcorn or, or pretzels and peanuts or whatever so it kind of had that I don't think it had nuts so it kind of had that flavor profile to it but take the moment of pouring some you know looking in your hand of what you got because um it was different sizes from what you would expect you know that like the popcorn I don't know how they got it the popcorn corn were tiny um in size but looked like a full-on kernel of popcorn so it was adorable and you know so it was one of those treats that yeah if you just eat it you're like oh I could get this at any grocery store but if you take a look at what you're eating it's it's really creative right they really paid attention to the detail. They played a. They, that's going to be one thing that's throughout this land. I think they paid a, a really good attention to the details, as we've seen many times with mm-hmm. the Disney Imagineers. There's a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of interesting things to look at, right. uh, stuff that you're going to go on multiple visits back to this land, and you're going to pick out new things every time you go. Yes. So um, we'll get to a lot of that. But anyway, so. If you've been listening to this, you notice that we got into this land at 1125, got our beers and everything. Ding, ding, ding. That was the other great thing that you accomplished for us, (laughs) getting us that 
that mobile food order. <laughs> yes. I, you know, that was that was crucial. Yeah, well, it was crucial as opposed to waiting out there for a couple more hours and everything. But anyway, so that means we were approaching noon. And what noon means is that's the next time we all had a chance right. to get that boarding group for web slingers that we wanted. Right. You know? Even though we were already in there, we didn't need to get it to get in the land. We still wanted to try that attraction if we could. So we... I know, and that was hilarious because we were at the bar... Um, picking up the, the order all, and they were, you know, they literally had, five minutes before noon. Well, yeah, yeah I was going to say he, I, I noticed he was putting the ice cream in the cup for the, for the beer that had the ice cream in it. I'm like, all right, it's 1156, dude, you need to pick up the base. Right. We have four minutes before we have to do this. Yeah, so we got the beer and we trucked over to the old trash can table over there, <laughs> set them down and then started immediately calling up our apps and trying it. Right. And tried, 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 voila, we end up getting group 107 right. later in the group. And it was it was such an interesting thing because the cheers that went out from people around right. the land as they you could hear that they got their groups right. uh, was so funny. I mean, I felt terrible for because, you know, there were people around there who didn't as well. But, right. you know, a lot, at least we were already in the land. So these people, are, well, OK, well, at least we're still in the land. We didn't get the ride, but we're still in the land. Already. Right. Although it did seem like there was a lot of people who in there that did get it right. so i don't know if um if it was just by chance that that happened or if disney was trying to correct the problem of people who are already at uh, disney california adventure park to get them more access or quicker access to the noon bookings but it did seem like a lot of people got it and i think at that moment i had noticed they were boarding uh like in the 44 to 50 um, grouping from the morning, from the 7 a.m. bookings. Yeah, it said we still had about four hours left before our, our yeah. group would be called, at right. least. Um, so we're like, okay, fine. Uh, we went around. After we finished our, our beers and our snacks, we're like, we checked down. We're looking like, where can we get some food? Because we were still hungry. Right. I mean, we, you know, we, so we walked around. Um, we noticed that the, the line, the, we, we couldn't get any swarma. We checked a couple times. We couldn't get any swarma. Nothing we could do with that. Uh, went to buy the Pim's kitchen there. Right. The standby line was super long. We're like, right. it's going to take forever to do that. So, And a just, shout out and thank you to the cast member, Jordan, who was, I felt bad for him. He was at the, the front entry. He was the one who was guiding people, answering questions, you know, and he was, he was very friendly, very honest. You know, he said to me, you can go to the standby group. He says, I usually let in about four, four parties at a time. He says, it's slow. Yeah. He says, because they're really letting slow. in the mobile orders first. Right. So, right. Well, and they had already sold so much mm -hmm. with, through the mobile orders. Um, that I think they were really worried about food right. and availability of food and knowing that it wasn't just, you know, they probably had, or, you know, a certain amount of food prepared for that day and realizing they were exceeding it because now more and more people are coming into the park than they probably anticipated. Exactly. So since we knew that we would be able to get back into this land with our Web Slingers boarding group, um, we decided, you know, let's, what else can we, where can we find? Cause we were starting to get hungry. It was, it was not only past breakfast time. Now we're moving into lunchtime and all we've had is those little mini popcorns <laughs> and pretzels and stuff, you know, um, we needed some food. So we decided to make a mobile order, uh, somewhere outside of the land. We still stayed in the land for a little while right. longer. Yeah. We saw some great things. We there. saw a lot of great things there. Took a lot of pictures, saw a lot of great characters yeah. there. Uh, I mean, so many, uh, we've seen, uh, you know, being in, 
Disneyland, um, it's it's not a new thing to see Avengers, to see Marvel characters mm-hmm. within the park, take pictures with them, see them around. There were so many, there were characters everywhere. It was awesome right. to see. Yes. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously with the social distancing, you couldn't get close to them, but, and they were creative how they had the characters positioned so that you could do selfies with them or take a pic, you know, have somebody take a picture of you with them standing behind you, like whether they were on something or in a, in a vehicle, but out, you know, like, um, the back of a vehicle or something like that. Uh, and, and that, and they were interacting with the crowds. And as always, I know we've said this in the past, the personalities that they bring to those characters are awesome. Yeah. And you know, it, it wasn't like, I mean, there were shots of, you know, we had, we put a video out there of, of Sam Wilson, Captain America, the mm-hmm. new Captain America out there waving to the crowd, which is great. I love that he's there. Yes. Um, and he was awesome. Spot on. Um, yeah. yeah, up there. And he was often kind of a distant in the Avengers campus tower there. Um, we saw Black Widow up there doing some things. Um, but they also, they, I mean, they were walking. I mean, you, you couldn't stop and take a picture with right. them, but they were characters that were walking through the crowds and, and then they would stop somewhere kind of just elevated so you right. could get selfies near them but you could turn around and i, I nearly ran into peter quill right. and I, just, I was looking at my phone or something and i looked out but he's like hey i'm like hey you know it's pretty funny yeah um but so they they were mingling around yes. they just you know they just wouldn't stop where it was in the past where you can stop get real close to them and take a selfie they would go to their location right and then you could kind of take pictures of them and and get a selfie or whatever the door yeah. melage were out there putting right. on a show um it was yeah it was i saw really black fun. panther out yeah. there um spider-man the line for spider-man was the longest i think yeah um, iron man was pretty long too. yeah that's a picture true. With iron, iron man, man was pretty mm-hmm. long as well if you wanted to right. but I, we got up there and we just snapped a picture to the side we just didn't want to wait in the line to get a you know a picture with us in right it, you know, right for that the other nice thing that they had was for legacy members which are people who previously pass holders. pass holders yeah which were people who had annual passes in, in previous times um they did have a special location that a photographer was there taking pictures and, you know, um, with a magic pic pose too. So yeah, it was nice that they added that in there. Yeah. That's kind of over near the sanctum, uh, just to the side of the sanctum there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's interesting. And the one, one thing we missed out on, and it's unfortunate, uh, we wanted to be in there and to see the Dr. Strange right. show. And there was one point where we probably could have done it, but our food was ready, so we wanted. We were really hungry. We we're like, "Well, we we're going to come back anyway. We have the web slingers thing. They know that's going to get us back here within right. a few hours. But we really need some food. So we're like, we'll come back. We'll go see the show later. Unfortunately, what happened later? Look, it was opening day. There right. were a ton of vloggers, bloggers. Right. I mean, there were so many people with, with cameras and mm-hmm. video phone all sorts of things you know all sorts of stuff to capture everything that's out there it's probably all over social media right, right now uh that uh, they were looking to get that perfect shot right. for their yeah. youtube channel for their vlog whatever it was um it's so it was a little tough to get back in there as a matter of fact we didn't get back in there we could see it from afar but we mm-hmm. never really got to get as close as we would have been at that moment to see the doctor strange uh, right, performance right yeah and i think the other thing we were thinking of um was that it might be cooler to see at night although you know um like you said i, I don't think that was the driver for us to leave it 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 just when we saw it midday it was the line wasn't that long later it was long and and that's a show that they don't have uh, posted times Mm -hmm. you know they just tell you 
in general, the show might start in 20 or 30 minutes, but they won't give you a specific answer to that. And the Sanctum is not a large space. It's right. meant, oh, yeah. you know, for a kind of training classes later on where we're going to have, you know, just a few people in there, right. not H- like yeah, this handful. mass of people right. in there. So it was really tough to get a good view of it. So, you know, and Michelle is height challenged. <laughs> Uh, so it really tough for her to see uh, over all these people holding up their cameras right, and their phones right. and everything yeah. else. So, you know, we just decide, okay, well, you know, that's fine. We'll do it at another point at, you know, and, and right. just check out some of the other stuff, but saw lots of great, interesting stuff, took lots of pictures. Mm-hmm. And then we would decide, okay, let's get some food because we're starving. <laughs> right. So we went out, uh, got some food. We had some time to kill until we could get back in there. So we went ahead and experienced the rest of Disney California Adventure uh, for a while. Did some attractions in Cars Land right. and Midway Mania. Grabbed a little bit more food, a shake from Flows, oh. and just kind of enjoyed the middle part of our day. Right. And that again, this is one of those things that Disney was trying to adjust to things at the time. So uh, as I mentioned early on, they were saying as long as you had a reservation for Web Slinger, you could go into the park, into the, uh, onto the campus. Well, because of all this added crowd with the change in mobile order issue, now they changed the order to be, you couldn't get into Avengers Campus until your boarding pass opened up. Yeah, until your boarding group was actually available. Um, called up. It's your turn right. to go in. You could not go in, which is the right way to go. And that's, I'm sure, what they're doing going forward. I don't know. I mean, no, I, that's the right way to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, but if your boarding pass isn't till late, late at night, I don't Well, you can still wait in the standby line. There's nothing stopping you. That's just when you will definitely get in. Right. There's nothing stopping you from getting the standby line. You, you know, if you're letting everybody that has a boarding group in for all day into that land, you're going to slow up all the standby people. Well, yeah, I guess I was thinking that if if you get a, you know, at 7 a.m., you get a boarding pass for the morning that you'd want those people to experience it all morning and then. Well, they still can experience it whenever they get in. Yeah. And again, you can go in there whenever you can stand in the standby line like everybody else, or you can wait till your boarding group gets called and enjoy the rest of the park until that point. To me, it's the right way to go because if if you start calling in everybody in the boarding group, then everybody in the standby line has to wait. You you know, these people will get in. Right. The standby line doesn't necessarily mean you'll be able to get in. For a monetary reason, I think there's one thing that's going to change that is if you can't get in till your boarding group boards, you won't have access to go to the store to get the special web slinger equipment. Well, eventually that will change because eventually capacity is going to open up and right. there's going to be a more yeah. and it, you're just going to be able to walk into that land eventually. This right. isn't going to stay forever. Uh, this is going to stay for a few months, maybe a little longer, but it's this is the way it's going to be right now. But for right now, because they have limited capacity in mm-hmm. there, they need to monitor that easily. And if you're just letting everybody who has a boarding group in, I, I, to me, that's the way it goes is that this is the right way that it should happen. Is when your boarding group call gets called, you can go in. If you want to go in earlier, if you have a late boarding group, then you can stand in the standby line mm-hmm. and get in there True. as well. True. It, it makes it a little more even. But you can also, if you have that boarding group, you know it's going to be called in four hours or whatever, you can go and enjoy the rest of Disney California Adventure Park and right. have fun. You know? Yeah, and then get, And know you're getting in there and you don't have to wait in that standby line right, right. for hours. Right, which that's could true. Be. So anyway... Um, we enjoyed it for, you know, walking around, checking out the, the rest of Disney California Adventure Park. Finally, eventually, our boarding group got mm-hmm. called around, I want to say it was 5.30 p.m. 
uh, was when our group came in. We were super excited. We were looking forward to going to Web Slingers. Um, you know, then showed our group, got us right in, right. went right up, scanned us into the queue, and we went into the queue and it looked pretty short to begin with. <laughs> uh, this little area front, lots of little intricate little details. The, right. the, the theming is really, really good within it. Oh, by the way, I meant I saw a post somewhere on social media that there were people saw pictures of the entranceway and they saw single rider line and they saw, you know, standby okay, line. Right. Um, but people said they didn't see a fast pass line. There is a fast pass line there. So if you're concerned about whether a fast pass is coming back or not, they did. Add, I, I can't say this confirms that fast right. pass is coming back. They did when they build this right. add a line that actually has a sign that says fast, fast pass, pass there. Mm-hmm. So just know that going in anyway, went in there and started to go through the queue. And we're like, right, it's not that far. We're going to be in there pretty soon. And then suddenly we made a right turn <laughs> out to kind of a backstage area. Yeah, very Whoa, backstage area. <laughs> there's a bit longer queue here, yes. you know, that we spent at least a good another 30, 40 minutes in, I think before <laughs> we actually got into the attraction. Right. Now, one of the things, uh, about the queuing is they are still having it for now with the six feet social distancing. We don't know how long that will last. I know that, you know, things are changing on June 15th in terms of, you know, masking outside and things like that in California, but CDC is still recommending social distancing. So they may be keeping that for a while. And the way they had it set up, it looked like it was, you know, plan to be used that for a little bit longer yeah not, not beyond you know definitely beyond june 15th we'll see what happens in june yeah. 15th they may shorten it to three feet or whatever right. kind of like they did at uh, disneyland but we'll, we'll see what happens but Mid disney world disney world thank you mm-hmm. um yes um we'll see what happens with this but anyway it was uh you know it took a little longer but it was great we got in there and finally got into the queue and uh, again you're going to go into this attraction web slingers we're not going to tell you the story we're not going to give away spoilers mm-hmm. or whatever but there are going to be so every time you get to go there's so much little detail work right. and so many interesting little signs and little uh, easter eggs throughout it that you're going to be picking things out right. um, for a long time to come when you visit because it's really really done well yeah and i'm going to talk about that a little bit later okay cool uh so anyway i uh, got in there did the whole thing there is a pre-show and I, I, it's out there you know that uh some people some characters show up in mm-hmm. it or whatever and uh set you in there we, you get to your car and yes, you do get Spider-Man talking to you. I know I've, I've seen other things like that. It's quiet when you're like, no, Spider-Man's talking yes. to you. Um, you do have Spider-Man music while you're playing it. And the attraction itself, well, what did you think of the attraction itself? Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it is so fun. It's it's a favorite ride of mine, at least in the top three rides, I would say. It is so much fun. Um, I was expecting, you know, because people had already talked about the concept would be similar to Midway Mania. And I get it. It is. You're trying to shoot something, you know, that just like in Midway Mania. But the way you do it and everything is very creative um, and I really felt it in my arms. I need to do more upper body strength before next time so I can be much more proficient. But it was fun. It is an upper body workout because I'm sure you've probably seen the videos out there right now. I mean, you're just flailing your arms trying to shoot these webs just with your hands and your arms, you know, and and you're really moving them. And by the end of it, because you do, I think it's four screens. I think we go into four different scenes that you check Mm -hmm. out um, where you're battling these spider bots and... um, 
by the fourth <laughs> you're feeling it in your arms by the end of it uh, but it was a lot of fun we had a great time um i i totally enjoyed it is it one of the uh, i am i'm glad you love it it's one of your favorites right. i don't think it's one of my like five favorite attractions or whatever but i did enjoy it and i'm looking forward to doing it again and i think there's and there's a lot of stuff that we you know just in the first time going through it that again we haven't been able to pick out yet you know a lot of little easter eggs a lot of different things a lot of different right. parts of the scenes there you know because you're just in the excitement of it all that i'm looking forward to experiencing many many more times and picking out all the different nuances that are involved with it right and you know maybe part of it being you know one of my real top favorites right now is just because of the emotional aspects uh, of the day and everything and being able to experience. And it is very, um, very high intensity stimulation to be sure Mm -hmm. this, you know, this is not a dark ride that you're just, let's go through it. It is, it is stimulating and fast. You know, take, take Midway Mania and take uh, Buzz Lightyear and then, yeah, put it exactly on steroids because that is what it is. Yeah. But um, it is a lot of fun. It is a a lot lot of fun fun. and it was super creative. And, you know, you talked about the pre-show to me, it was a little bit kind of like in rise that, one of the initial areas that you go to where you're hearing the mission, it's kind of like that. It's a yeah. little area that you go to and you're hearing the whys and right. what you're there for and how it changed. And that room, by the way, there are a ton of Easter eggs oh in my that gosh, room. Yeah. There are so many that I didn't even have a, you know, because I was trying to focus on what was right. being said and what the show was, but I'm also trying to look at all the stuff that's all around the room. And there's just so many amazing things that I, I can't wait to just, you know, really, you know, comb through that room right. and see all the cool stuff that's in there. Yeah. The Imagineers really paid attention to every little detail and tried to fit everything in there, which was amazing. And like you said, even with the, the queue, how many details were there you know it was um kind of reminding me of some like you know how detailed it was going in to um or is going into millennium falcon right you know into that queue there's just so much to look at um and and so depending on how fast that queue moves you can get more time to appreciate things other times as it gets uh less popular maybe and things are moving faster you don't get to see as much yeah but uh really cool um hope you get the chance to try web slingers out because it uh, totally enjoyed it it's a lot but but be ready your arms i'm still feeling i my arms were sore i woke up with my arms sore this morning from it and we just did the one one time i know well i know when we were driving home i was like my arm felt like (laughs) when you're carrying stuff that's really heavy in your arm for a while and you finally put it down you're like oh my arm is (laughs) sore from carrying that and that's what it felt like yeah so anyway, <laughs> uh, fun. Uh, exited the ride. Um, you know, we thought about going in the shop, but uh, there were, there had earlier been a long line for the shop. We decided, you know, that we didn't need. We weren't really looking to buy anything in there per se. Uh, they they had gone to a virtual queue for that right. at that but at that point because the line had gotten so long. So we were just like, okay, well, we're not going to worry about that. We just decided to explore the land. We walked around mm-hmm. again, took more pictures, checked out some more things. Um, just really interesting. We tried again to get into Pim's cat kitchen. We were in the standby queue at one point, but it was just too long. We, yeah. weren't, we weren't tremendously hungry. We more just wanted to try the food to sample right, it right. and just decided it wasn't worth it at that point. Right. Cause we had, like you had mentioned, we had eaten actually two separate meals, um, 
Because we had about five outside, hours yeah, outside, outside of the, the park, yeah. outside of Avengers Campus. Um, but we, you know, just w- kind of wanted to see or try one thing just to have that experience. Um, and I know we would have made it in probably within uh, maybe an hour. An hour. We would have had to wait for yeah, an hour. An hour at that point. Uh, we we would have made it in. But when we did go back later on, they said they were closing the line, even though. Right. And that was like at 730. So. Yeah, because they were. Uh, yeah, it was around seven. Yeah, because I remember saying, oh, park gee, closes at nine. Yeah. Park closes at nine and they're already done selling food by 730. And I, you know, try to get at one of the swarm, the main shawarma stand. Um, and they said, no, we're just filling mobile orders mm-hmm. unless you want the gauntlet or drinks. And so we went to another area for a little while. We wanted to try one of the other treats. Yeah. What was that? The uh, pot or the, the orb? Orb. The yes, orb. The orb. Um, and when we were over there, uh, we realized, I, I noticed at Shawarma 2, T-O-O. Which uh, is kind of just past um, this one. The main Shawarma stand is right in the middle of Avengers Campus, not very far from the Pym Kitchen. Right. Uh, Swarmer 2 is uh, kind of in between where Mission Breakout is right. and where the Hyperion Theater is. It's right. kind of a little weird area because Hyperion Theater is still there. Yeah, actually, they call cool. it Swarmer 2 Hyperion right. or call Hyperion. I'm like, yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Named that after means. us. Yes. <laughs> um, but I saw people, uh, you know, looking like they were actually ordering things, not sh- always showing their phone for filling mobile orders. So, um, and this was, again, after talking to two other cast members about shawarma and them saying, no, they're only filling up mobile orders. So I go to the stand, again, asking a different person at this stand, and they said, no, you can get shawarma if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Just stand so in we line. Got, <laughs> we got in line. Um, luckily before, a lot of people, I mean, the line was fairly long when we got right. in there, but it was a lot longer. Right. Um, not long after that when people realized they were selling shawarma there. Right, right. So it was great. To be able to experience having, we, we got one of each, the chicken and the uh, the, the impo- vegan one. Right, the impossible falafel impossible one. Impossible falafel yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah, so that was like actually one of the last things we did. I know. It was pick that up because we, we were wrapping up the day. It was after eight o'clock or closing at nine. We'd been there, you know, since on the road from, you know, 7 a.m. Right. And up well before that. So it was like we were winding down, ready to, to drive another hour and a half back home. Right. What did you think of the shawarma? Um, I thought I, I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. them both. Yes. Um, I think they're, you know, they're not pretty to look at. I'll, I'll probably post a picture in that slideshow right. video. Um, but they're tasty. Um, yes. I got the chicken one. Like we said, we got one of each. Uh, she mostly, we, we tried each, right. each one. We tried each one of us. But, um, I had the chicken one. It was, you know, the chicken was cooked well. It had a nice heat to it. The tzatziki sauce was really good to kind of cool it down, offer that, uh, you know, it's kind of a yogurt, um, cucumber sauce, kind of that tang to it and a little sweetness. Mm-hmm. Uh, really balanced out well. I, I liked it a lot. I liked yours as well. What did you think about the falafel? Yes, I liked them both. I thought the falafel one, I felt like the flavor was, but it wasn't hot. The falafel one, it doesn't really have heat to it, um, but definitely a really great flavor to it. And, and so I think I enjoyed it more than the chicken one, which was surprising. I was expecting to like the chicken one better. Yeah. Uh, the spice in the chicken one, there is definite spice there, but yeah. it's not overwhelming spice. Right. It's not like I didn't need the tzatziki sauce to cool it down personally. I um, would have. 
you, you may. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I added it because I thought I liked the, the added flavor to it. Um, but you know, it depends on your palate. Um, I'm, I'm not a super, you know, like I don't like things super hot, but I, I, I have a different spice level than Michelle enjoys. Like, I think right. I like things a little spicier than you do. Right. And I'm thinking too, for like little kids, right. um, you know, for toddlers or whatever. It'll be a bit spicy for them. Yeah. yeah. But the falafel would not be. Yeah. So, um, good. Recommend it. Mm-hmm. If you can get the shawarma, uh, get the shawarma. I wish we could have tried some things at Pim's Test Kitchen. Unfortunately, because of the circumstances, we didn't. The bottom line is, though, there's things, like you said, we went to this and we loved it. We had a fantastic time. There are things we experienced and there are things that we haven't experienced yet. Right. So then when we get back, there's still things that are going to be new to us when we get there. There's still lots of things to see. We're excited exactly. for our next chance we get to event. Uh, uh, travel to Avengers campus. Right. And I think that's a normal experience for people, any park that they go to, you know, but as I mentioned earlier, when you're on grand opening day, you know, you, you are subject to trying to help them work on some of the processes to make it better. So we did that. Um, we definitely did that, (laughs) you know, and yeah, like you said, um, we did everything. Well, pretty much everything we, we, we experienced uh, so much of it that, I felt like we had a great experience, you know, and as we mentioned throughout this show, there were some twists and turns and we weren't sure at any given moment that we were going to be able to experience these things. You know, we weren't sure at one point if we'd get in the the campus, Um, we weren't sure we'd get web swingers, which we did, slingers, which we did. Um, we didn't think we were going to have shawarma, but we did. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was all around awesome. Uh, and it is at a great campus. And one of the things I forgot to mention, but I said to you yesterday, and, and so, again, a lot of this had to do with the emotional buildup of, you know, oh, we're going to get to go on opening day and then starting to feel like, oh, things are going wrong and we might not experience this today yeah. and how to adjust to that. But when I walked into that campus, I ooh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I loved it. And I just was like, wow, this is the best. Um, I It was. It's the best. If you're a Marvel fan, I, I know that there's some people disparaging it out there. Mm. I think it's fantastic. I think it's themed really well. There are so many little, I, we've mentioned it many times mm-hmm. already, all the Easter eggs out there, the characters all in one spot. Uh, it ties that area in together. Finally, uh, Mission Breakout Tower there seems like it fits completely right. within this uh, this space. Um I, I, the music, you know, you have the Avengers music, you have the music from all the different Marvel themes. Right. I, mean, I, I know I picked out Spider-Man music. Mm-hmm. I picked Ant-Man and, and Ant-Man and the Wasp music. I picked out, um, Black Panther, um, some mm-hmm. of the, you know, the, the score from that, um, uh, lots of the different films, Captain America, uh, as we were walking through them, and that's playing consistently, uh, throughout and you mm-hmm. just, it just feels you, you have that energy that you want, that immersive energy that you entered in a different area, a right. different land. You are in this Avengers campus. Right. You know, and I think one of the things that I hear uh, for criticisms of people of Galaxy's Edge is, yes, you'll see characters, but it's it's sparingly in here. You're going to see characters. There's characters all the time. You know, you're not going to have all the characters all the time, but you will see characters all 
out all the time. And and another thing that they said about Galaxy's Edge, and look, I love Galaxy's yeah. Edge. I think Galaxy's Edge is fantastic. Um, but one thing I think the Avengers Campus learned from Galaxy's Edge is that they're actually putting on shows out there within mm-hmm. some of these things. Like we caught a little bit of, and I did, we didn't get, unfortunately we were in a line for something else, so we didn't get to totally see the show. Uh, but it, well, I know it was Black, and I put a video out there, mm-hmm. Black Widow repelling down right. uh, to fight against Taskmaster. And we saw the end of it. She came away with some sort of thing from right. it or whatever. Yes. And um, that was really cool to, to kind of check out from afar. They have, of course, the Doctor Strange show. Right. The Dora Milaje come out and do a show. Yeah. I really, the one thing that I, outside of the Doctor Strange thing, that I'm sad we weren't there when it was going on. And again, there were no posted times. They would right. just, these things would just happen. Uh, was we kind of saw the Spider-Man show from afar. Right. We weren't actually in the land when the Spider-Man part where the, uh, you know, the big animatronic right. goes flying through the air. Right. Unfortunately, we weren't there for that. The good news, unfortunately, even though we didn't get to see it this time, we'll get to see it in an upcoming visit. That's right. That's right. And, you know, um, one of the other things that was, you know, it's kind of more nostalgic uh, for when Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout opened up is they brought back, the um the dance off right there so that's fun that that's back yeah so all that um it's great i hope you get to go yes we loved it we can't wait to go back we're excited about the whole thing um yes there were some serious glitches but it's opening day we knew that they were where it could be everything like michelle was mentioning everything took a little longer than maybe we expected. <laughs> there were times where we weren't sure things were going to happen. <laughs> they may have happened in a different way than we expected. Right. But basically, outside of you know a couple of things, we did virtually everything we really wanted to do. Right, exactly. And you know, it it turned out to be a day that I will remember fondly. Right. And if you have any questions about Avengers Campus, and you uh, you know want to know that what we can help you with mm-hmm. uh, and plan out your trip when you're going, uh, please send them to us. Uh, hit us up on social media, uh, hit us up at our Gmail account. We'd be happy to answer if we have the answer. Like, again, there was a lot of stuff we didn't get to do, um, but uh, we'll tell you, it's worth it. Um, if you're wondering about, you know, making the right. effort, standing in line for a couple hours, um, it's not terrifically fun to stand in line for a couple <laughs> hours, but the payoff to me personally, and I know you've just said right. it, is there for you. Right. You know, and it's like any land that's new. It's, that's going to be the hot spot for a while, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, if you recall when Galaxy's Edge opened at first, well, even like at Disneyland, they had things where you first only had four hours and then you had to come out. Um, then they had the boarding pass thing. They had things where you couldn't get a boarding pass till you were, you know, signed into the park. You know, and it all eventually, you know, as time went on, became a regular area of the park that, you know, always had great uh, regular in the sense of volumes of people going, trying to check it out. And this eventually will get to that mm-hmm. as well. It's just right now it's really, really popular. Um, so when you go looking at your expectations of right. access. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, we loved it. That's our review of Avengers yep. Campus, our recap of the whole day. We had a blast and we cannot wait to live another superhero experience in the future.
Okay, as expected, uh, there's a reason why we're doing two episodes this week. We talked a long time about Avengers Campus because there was a lot to talk about. But let's quickly get to our Disney stories of the week. And we're going to start with, it appears that Disney Cruise Line may be sailing from a U.S. port mm-hmm. even earlier than we originally expected. Yay. Yes, this from the OrlandoSentinel.com. Disney Cruise Line will be sailing once again after announcing it had received approval from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to embark on a test voyage from Port Canaveral. Yeah, sign me up. (laughs) Right, right. That'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, In an email statement, Disney Cruise Line spokeswoman Cynthia Martinez had this to say, quote, we have reached an important next step toward our gradual and responsible resumption of service and are grateful for the productive dialogue with state, local, and federal officials, the CDC, and others in our industry that has made this possible. We look forward to our amazing crew once again creating magic for our guests and to helping the many workers who support our industry get back to work. End quote. Now, this cruise is going to be happening apparently on June 29th, a two-day, two-night cruise, mm-hmm. just a test run that they kind of have to go through um, to um, meet the CDC's standards for reopening cruising aboard the ship. Right. You know, and, and I know it's been a challenge in the industry getting what the CDC was going to put as, you know, the regulations or recommendations. And, you know, it, again, it it's a pandemic that we haven't had before. And it's one of those things that we also, we meaning the world learning about what to do, what makes things safe, et cetera. Right. So uh, Disney actually, and all the cruise lines kind of have this option. Now CDC laid out some guidelines a while back saying, here's the deal. You can begin cruising again. If you can guarantee that your guests, 95% of your guests have uh, been fully vaccinated and 98% of your crew have been fully vaccinated, which is maybe fine for some cruise lines. Where Disney runs into a problem is that they have a lot of children. Right. That, you know, it's a lot of families <laughs> that sail on there. And, you know, kids under the age of 12 right now cannot receive the vaccine. It's right. not been cleared for kids under 12 right now. So it'd be nearly impossible for Disney, at least as it likes to function, to sail at 95% fully vaccination. Right. So the other way that the CDC has laid this out is that you can do these practice cruises to prove that, you know, that you can do this, that you Mm -hmm. can sail uh, without a huge outbreak of COVID on your ship. So that's exactly what they're doing now. um, You know, will you be able to volunteer to go on this cruise? Maybe there's not been anything said about that yet, but it, from what it sounds like, more likely they're just going to bring cast members. Right. I'm going to kind of keep this in house um, so they can monitor it a little better. So this cruise will probably be mostly cast members and their family, but keep an ear out. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. But even still, I mean, and that again, that kind of goes with a lot of things that Disney does as soft openings is, you know, use, cast members to be able to experience it and give them feedback and look to see how to make some changes that makes sense but it's just good to see that we're getting in that direction that's one more step towards disney getting back there and us all being able to cruise with captain mickey captain minnie once again and hopefully a step towards our christmas cruise which we're really (laughs) excited about so uh moving on we have more details about walt disney world's new halloween themed nighttime ticketed event yeah it's kind of cool yeah uh this from the disney parks blog they said we recently announced the park will soon be your ghost host 
for Disney After Hours Boobash on 23 select nights later this year, starting August 10th and continuing through Halloween, October 31st from 9 p.m. to midnight. They said, we are thrilled to share some more frightfully fun details on what you will experience during this limited capacity limited capacity easy for me to say separately tricketed event so they're gonna have cavalcades including uh mickey's hollow uh, happy halloween cavalcade uh the disney villains halloween cavalcade jack's nightmare cavalcade lots of different you know yes. and not actually they're not gonna have a parade right but we, we've grown to love the cavalcades right? and i yes. think that's a lot of fun as well uh some of your favorite characters will be around including miss carlotta from the haunted mansion goofy and chip and dale and their halloween bag so you can get pictures of them. The Cadaver Dans will be out there singing as they always are. Uh, there'll be select complimentary snacks, including ice cream novelties and popcorn, along with select beverages. Uh, there'll also be a, some a themed um, food and drink that'll be available for purchase throughout it. Uh, photo pass will be there. Uh, lots of cool stuff going on. Also, it, if you do purchase tickets for this, you can get into the park as early as 7 p.m. to start enjoying this. And then uh, as the rest of the crowd leaves uh, at 9 p.m., then of course it'll just be for the ticketed uh, members, right. just as it is for most uh, ticketed events. Um, so now the one thing about this is this thing is not going to be cheap. So if you're looking to do this on a budget, <laughs> um, be prepared. You yeah. know, it's all value. What's what's valuable to you? If you're looking for a nighttime ticketed right. event, it might be valuable to you. This might be a little pricey for mm -hmm. you. So uh, right. here is how the pricing goes. And by the way, tickets for this event will go on sale on June 15th for the general public. If you're staying at select Walt Disney World Resorts, you can uh, purchase them as early as uh, June 8th. 8th so. Yeah. Uh, tickets start at $129 to $139 plus tax for August and September nights. If you're looking to go in October, nearer to <laughs> Halloween, well, that ranges from $159 to $169 plus tax. And if you really want to go on Halloween, <laughs> well, that's going to cost you $199. Right. Now, annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members can take advantage of a $10 discount uh, for events in August and September. Note that not October, <laughs> uh, but you can get a discount if you want to go during those days for $10. Right. But um, it's a bit pricey, but, eh, you know, if you're looking to do that Halloween fun and you can wear your costumes and everything else, right. um, it, it might be a cool event for you. Right. And, and if you're somebody who hasn't been able to, you know, get an annual pass because they were they're only doing renewals, it might be something that you look forward to as something really special to do with the family. Right. I mean, in the tickets, you know, obviously this is more expensive than a regular daily ticket. Uh, but maybe if you don't have a ticket for that day, uh, you know, you can go enjoy, you know, lounging around your resort for that one right. day for most of the day, you know, go hit up Disney Springs, do some other things throughout the day. And then later on in the evening, you go hit up the park and, you know, just save that money off of a ticket during the day right. and spend it instead on the ticketed event at night where it's going to be maybe lesser crowns. Right. Uh, you know, maybe you can get on a few more attractions. You're going to get some free food out of it. You're going to get, they, they still are going to do the trick or treating from what they say. So you can still get all that candy that they give out there. <laughs> plus a lot of extra fun and you can dress up in your costumes. So right. again, it's what's, this is what I feel for any of these things as far as these events, these dessert parties, right. all sorts of stuff like that. What is of value to you? Um, is this worth it to you for your price? Sure, you can do things a, a lot less expensive, less expensively than this. But this may be something that is 
will make your trip extra special. That right. one extra thing that you're really looking forward to. And then maybe the value of it may feel more comparable to you. Right, right. Like you're paying for an experience. Right, yeah. exactly. So so that's it for the Disney stories of the week. Well, Whoa. there was another story announced that came out this Michelle week. Michelle always has the best stories. <laughs> yeah. So I can't wait to hear what she has for us. Yes, Michelle, what's, uh, what's your story? Because I know this will top mine. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. But just, uh, well, it's funny that you use that because it is kind of a top story. Um, Disney announced that they will be opening some club levels later this year. So people who have enjoyed um, that, that, that luxury can look at that again, but it's just certain select hotels um, starting in the fall and a few more will be added in December. But um, again, it's all a nice thing to see that we're, you know, the phased reopening is phasing into something new and um, you know, the, you know, what they say is it, you know, it's still going to have a lot of the great, wonderful perks to a club level, you know, having, you know, access to different treats and foods and, you know, uh, drinks in the evening, things like that. Um, but they are going to be very conscientious of social distancing um, and fast passes aren't there. So you don't have that option of buying additional fast passes. But for the most part, you get to have a lot of the great uh, perks. So if that was something that you were looking forward to doing, um, just know that it's coming. Yeah, that's great. We've done club level before at mm -hmm. Disneyland, actually, not at uh, Walt Disney World. I don't think we've ever done club level at Walt Disney World Resort. But we have yeah. had club level at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And again, it's it's what's value to you is you know the, the perks that they offer you, um, something that makes your experience better. I right. mean, um, maybe, maybe not. You know, you can decide for yourself. But uh, I will say that uh, we enjoyed our time. Right. <laughs> Whenever we were in the club level, you know, we maybe not looking at the bill at the end, but right. we enjoyed the actual experience. <laughs> and some of the perks that came along with it. Right. Uh, so again, like everything else, weigh what's important to you. You know, if being doing your trip on a budget and keeping right. your costs down, you know, that's a different way to go. But if you like some elevated experiences here or there, maybe you cut back on dining and have an experience at, you know, because you can get these snacks and different things at the club level, you know, you you, you use that money that right. way, you know. Right. It's what works for you. And so you can decide for your own. But main, bottom line is do the numbers, figure out what's important to you, and then make that decision yeah so, so. anyways michelle stories always <laughs> the best story speaking of the best from michelle you know what also is always the best from her <laughs> michelle always has the best tips so let's get right to it let's get to michelle's tip of the week all right i actually have two because they're both kind of tiny two best tips of the week <laughs> they're micro tips um but they do relate are to they pim molecule uh, they tips? are <laughs> they have shrunken down so one of them will be um a tip for web slingers, you know, and uh, a lot of times when I'm going into a, an attraction for the first time, I do try to ask cast members a little bit about it. So I did ask for a recommendation and, and I think what the cast member told me was, was very appropriate. She said, it's not in the wrist. It's really in your arms. So it's, you know, when you're, you know, think of Spider-Man when he's slinging, uh, you know, or, or throwing a, a web, right. you know, he's shooting it out from his arm through to his hands and he's not bending his wrists. And that's a tip for you for web slingers ride. Um, is that, and then my other one is more, my traditional is, um, look up, but also look down, um, especially in these new, you know, areas, they really are 
working on so many details that you can really appreciate. And um, knowing like the day that we had yesterday, which at, at times were, was felt a little frustrating and going through struggles. And it's just kind of going back and refocusing on, you know, what you're around. Um, yes, if you're in Avengers Campus and that's new and that's really exciting, but even when you're in other parts of the parks, there are so many wonderful things to experience and see to just take that in and know you're in a very special place um, and enjoy that and try not to focus on some of the other things that may cause frustration to you. Yes, that, that's great. It's a great tip. As a matter of fact, my tip is uh, very similar to that. Ooh. Michelle's tip always has the best. She always <laughs> has the best tips. So I'm going to partially steal her tip. Uh, my tip this week is going to be: look, uh, trips just like with this journey to Avengers Campus yesterday mm -hmm. for us. This could be for any trip. It doesn't matter if it's the opening day of something. It doesn't matter if if it's you know you're there for a week. If it, things have been around for whatever. The, uh, amount of time. Um, when you go on a trip, uh, whether it be a full vacation, whether it's just a, a day visit to a Disney park, whatever it may be, things won't always go perfectly. <laughs> Not everything is going to go perfectly and know that going in and, you know, and it will help you in so many ways. If you realize, look, there's going to be some things that aren't going to go exactly right all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes things will go mostly right or you know, maybe even mo almost all right. Um, but there will be some bumps in the road on, on every vacation. You can't have expect everything mm -hmm. to have fall into place exactly how you hope it does. Right. Instead of focusing on the things that go wrong when you're on this trip, move past that. And I know this is not easy to do yeah. and there's people who can't do it, <laughs> but look towards the next thing that you can do that will make it that much better. Or how can I, okay, we've hit this speed bump. How can I make this next thing to correct it and, and make it that much better? And maybe there's nothing, but you can still enjoy your day just because if we had not got on web slingers, if for say we not gotten the boarding group at noon, mm -hmm. I would not have let that ruin our day. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, we don't get it on this attraction, but we still have all this glorious stuff to check out. You know, it would have been disappointing, right. but there's all sorts of great things. You can't make your day all about one thing because if something goes wrong, which happens, it, you know, rise of the resistance sometimes breaks down and you can't right. go on it. If your whole day is built on rise of the resistance and that's the only thing I want and that's the only, then you could have a very bad day. Try and find other ways, find other bright spots within your life, within your day, within your trip, within your vacation to make the best of it and move forward and have a good time because you'll, you'll find out rather than focusing on the negative, focusing on the positive sometimes will make things that much better for you. Right. Well, I mean, I, I know you sometimes address that to me because <laughs> I sometimes, um, lose sight of that perspective. It's which, not easy. I'm not it, saying it, it's easy. Right. And so here's, I'm going to glom on your tip here. Sorry about that. But um, from, from my, from having those kind of experiences, one of the things that sometimes helps like is if it doesn't go the way you want, maybe try to make something else special happen that you weren't planning. So like to me, you know, like if we couldn't have gotten into Avengers campus, I think I probably would have splurged on something else that I would normally think is just, wait, that's, you know, I'm not going to spend my money on this um, and, and try to do something to at least start taking the mindset away from the disappointment and moving it towards the excitement. Yeah. 
I get it. I never had any doubt we'd get into Avengers Campus, but there oh, were. I, <laughs> I know you did. I never did. Um, but there were bumps along the way. It was getting to that bump, getting past that bump, and looking, okay, where do we go? Where do we pivot mm-hmm. from here to make this work in whatever way we did? And we did that. We Every, every time we hit a hurdle, we went over it and found the next way right. to get to the next hurdle. Right. And we kept, we kept leaping over them as best right. we could. Yeah. They were, they were, you know, obstructions in our way, but we did what we could to make sure that we had the best day possible. Right. Right. Yeah. I even remember thinking, okay, if we're not going to get shawarma, you know, and not necessarily looking to spend more money, but say, okay, I'm not going to worry about my diet and I will have fried chicken. <laughs> we may have done uh, anyway I again I know it's not easy and I know not everybody can you know everybody has their own psyche and their right. own anxiety and their own issues and so it's, there's a lot to to leap over here when these when things start to go wrong but if you can if you have the ability if you can focus on the positive and not spiral into focusing on the negative things your your days your trips your vacations will just be that much better for right. it. Yeah, you so. can recover from it. Yeah, exactly. So. Anyway, that's it for today's show, not for this week's show. That's because we have a very special show coming for yeah. you tomorrow. Yes. yes. Uh, one thing about this weekend is, yes, not only did we get to go to Avengers Campus on opening day yesterday, this week also happens to be our anniversary as a podcast our third anniversary as a podcast a couple years ago we did something similar to this where we we went to star wars galaxy's edge and had our for opening weekend and had our anniversary show uh, on the same episode we ended up putting them together and i felt like we rushed through much too much of it because we were trying to fit it all into the episode so we decided we wanted to focus on this and focus on that. Right. And that's why we're doing two episodes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that was a good decision. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow we'll be bringing you part two of this week's special episodes, this double episode extravaganza. <laughs> uh, we'll be celebrating our third anniversary, and uh, we think it's going to be a really fun bonus show. We'll look back at the year that was for the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Look forward to what's to come in year four of the show. We have many of our friends and family and you know listeners who are going to chime in and help us get through right. that episode. And uh, we also have some special announcements for you that mm-hmm. we will be getting to as well. So uh, we hope that you'll check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a celebration. Of course, it's it's about us, <laughs> uh, but it's a celebration of you too for coming along with us on this uh, journey that's uh, three years plus now. Right. We wouldn't do it if we didn't have uh, the ability to experience all the love that you all have sent to us. Um, uh, and so we we honor you with this actual celebration. Yeah. So that'll be coming out tomorrow. We're recording that tomorrow. I'll be coming out tomorrow. And we are looking forward to sharing that fun uh, with you. As for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Again, I'm going to put that slideshow video together probably on Monday and you'll be the first that gets to see it uh, to see all our experiences. Yeah. 
uh, out at uh, Avengers Campus. And uh, so please uh, join up for the newsletter. Another way to uh, be in touch with us, and we have a lot of fun with you out there, is on social media. Please follow us on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We are on YouTube. Like I said, this video will later come out on YouTube, that slideshow video, but also our episodes are on YouTube. Uh, You can just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. We love hearing from you. And one other thing is we do love when you share uh, the fact that our show exists with a friend. It really helps, and we appreciate those of you who do that already. Yes, uh, that's the easiest way for people to find out that this show exists and to build up our whole Hyperion Adventurer family because that's what we want. We want to share more of this fun uh, with all of you. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again tomorrow. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical day, (laughs) week. I don't know how to finish it. (laughs) 